You are listening to the Winning Edge Podcast, where each week we have a conversation with a different member of the Winning Edge Business Networking Chapter located in Spring Hill, Florida. Welcome to this episode of the Winning Edge Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Chambers, and I am here today uh, with Dan Brown. Hey, Dan. Welcome. It's appreciate great to be you here. Thanks Absolutely. for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you. Um, so, uh, as I as I generally do when we start these podcasts, the uh, first question I want to ask you is, who is Dan Brown? Um, well, I'm married to my wonderful wife Sandy. First of all, been married for uh, over 36 years. We've got four children. Uh, we've got five grandchildren. We've got six grand dogs. Uh, we live in uh, Brooksville, Florida. We've been here about three years, spent 30 years before that in uh, Los Angeles. And uh, interests and hobbies, I love to travel, love to scuba dive, love to read. And uh, those are some of my favorite things. Love spending time with family and, and uh, kids and grandkids, of course. With the, with the scuba diving, real quick, so uh, where's the most interesting place that you've, uh, you've dove? Most interesting place I've dove is Fiji. Okay. Just spectacular. The, the people are amazing. The, the life underwater is fantastic, and we actually did a shark dive and had a 13-foot tiger shark come within about 10, 12 feet of us, which was very exciting. So I... Uh, I got yeah. video to prove. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified of sharks, which is why I don't do any scuba diving. Um, uh, tell me why I shouldn't be afraid of sharks. They, um, for the most part, they are the dogs of the sea. Okay. And uh, they, they have a much worse reputation than they deserve. So, like Jaws and uh, Shark Week. Way, way over-exaggerated, <laughs> way overblown. Uh, so you've they, never had any close encounters or anything? Uh, close encounters, the, the thing with sharks is generally they're running away from you faster. You know, we want to right. see them. Right. And typically when they see you, they're heading off in the other direction because they're typically more afraid of you than... You ever seen any great whites out there? I have not. Okay. Uh, I dove in California, and we were in areas where they were, but uh, I've had buddies who have seen them, but I have not. Right. Okay. Um, what, brought you, what brought you to uh, Florida? Family. Okay. My wife's family goes back uh, three or four generations in the Brooksville area. Oh, really? Okay. Well, welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's great being here. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. So uh, uh, your business, Simply Local Search and Social, right? Correct. Now, what exactly uh, do you do? We help local businesses get found better online so that they get more customers. Okay. And uh, how do you do that? What does that look like? We do a number of different things. We uh, build great websites if a okay. company doesn't have a great website or if they need one or need one improved. And then uh, most importantly, we get that website so that people are actually seeing it. Okay. Uh, it's called SEO, search engine optimization. It's uh, all kinds of things that go on behind the scenes mm -hmm. to push that up in the rankings so that when people are searching for uh, what you do, your business is going to show up. Now, how did you get into this business? What brought you to, to that in particular? Well, um, we transitioned out of Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually was in ministry for 25 years there. Okay. And when we came out here, ministry was very rewarding in every way but financial. Okay. Yeah. So we knew we needed to find a way to continue to support ourselves. Uh, I come from a, a, a long uh, time helping people, and mm -hmm. my wife is a retired school teacher. Okay. So we wanted something that we could do where we were helping people. Uh, I've been entrepreneurial my whole life. I started my first business in elementary school when my neighbor and I would go down to the local wildlife preserve and catch frogs and turtles and come back and sell them to the other local right. neighborhood kids. <laughs> and on and on. I've been a paint contractor, uh, had a construction business, just lots of different businesses over the years. And so I understand 
what it is to be in business mm -hmm. and the challenges that a business owner faces uh, in running the business and getting the exposure. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and yet I've also been involved in computers for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so we thought there was a good fit here. My wife has the writing and the design background. Um, and so we decided that this was a great business for us to get into. We got the appropriate training and got started. And so that's how we got started. And just, just real quick, you mentioned that, you know, kind of entrepreneurial spirit you've had for, you know, your whole life. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you mentioned the in ministry for 25 years, something about church planning. From what I understand, actually, church planners oftentimes need to be entrepreneurial minded. Would you, have you found that to be the a case? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's much like starting a business. Mm -hmm. we, we started our church with uh, in the living room of our home with uh, four adults and six kids. And uh, 20 plus years later, we had 600 people showing up uh, three different services a week. But all of those entrepreneurial stages are involved. Mm -hmm. How do you coordinate a team? How do you coordinate volunteers? How do you get yourself known in the community? Um, how do you provide the services that people need and are looking for? Mm -hmm. So a lot of the same skills right. are transferable, absolutely. And then uh, with, with this business, uh, those stages, uh, what does that look like? Uh, starting Simply Social, uh, alert, uh, search, Simply Local, I'm sorry, Search and so Social. Well, in much the same way. We started basically just uh, my wife and I, and we brought our daughter in, and we have a couple other people who are uh, part of our team now, mm -hmm. but started from really nothing, uh, got the training so that we knew what we were doing, knew how we could help businesses, mm -hmm. and uh, started looking for clients, um, and uh, began making contacts in the community, and uh, a number of other things that we've done to help build the business to where we are now. Now, can you only work with individuals in Hernando County, Florida? Or no. can you work with anybody? One of the beauties, two requirements we had when we started our business. Mm -hmm. One, we needed to be able to do it from anywhere okay. because we love to travel and we wanted to be able to go see our kids and grandkids and not be tied down geographically. Right, scuba, so, scuba dive in Fiji. Scuba dive yeah, in Fiji. Yeah. <laughs> this is a business that we can do for anybody, literally anywhere in the world, and we can do that from literally anywhere in the world. Right. And so... We, we do, uh, the, the bulk of our clients are here in this general area, but mm -hmm. we've got clients in Arizona, we've got clients in Boston, we've got clients in Ohio, in a number of other places as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming uh, business owners uh, would be uh, the best clients, but who, who are the clients that, uh, that you can help? Uh, certainly business owners. Probably the ideal client for mm -hmm. us is uh, a service-oriented business where they want people calling their phone and requesting their service. And ideally, it's a business that has either multiple locations or um, multiple points of service trucks or depending upon what kind of service it is. So that would be uh, uh, tow trucks, uh, towing tow services. Tow trucks, air conditioning companies, uh, roofing companies, plumbing companies, uh, the whole gamut of service-oriented industries are our particular area of specialty. Now, if you could, uh, th this morning uh, in our in our B and I meeting, and then last week as well, you've mentioned uh, in particular a roofer, and that uh, mm -hmm. can you talk about about that a little bit? Yeah, <clears throat> we've got uh, occasionally we'll find um, a particular business niche that we can get a site ranked well in, and we'll go ahead and build out all of the online properties, which would include a website, a Facebook page, a Yelp listing, a Google My Business page. And uh, we'll do all the work to get those up and get them ranking well, get calls coming in. And then we'll find a business who doesn't have a good online presence, and we'll put the two together. Hmm. So you'll reach out to them? And then we'll reach out to okay. them and right. say, you know, would you like more business? We've got this coming in, and uh, we, we enter into an agreement. 
this particular uh, roofing site over mm-hmm. the last 100 days, we had over 300 requests, either phone calls or people requesting um, quotes online that wanted their roofs repaired and or replaced. Uh, it sounds phenomenal to me. It's great. Yeah. Our, our towing company, we sent them over 500 calls last month alone. Wow, that's so incredible. The power of the internet when you know how to get into those top spots of rank. That's really interesting to me. So you don't simply wait until you have a partner to work with. You'll actually build out uh, these different uh, um, uh, platforms and then and then reach out uh, thereafter. We do both. Which uh-huh. It's an interesting uh, model uh, in that you already get some uh, some some metrics uh, for what, what it can do. Uh, has that has that proven to be pretty mm-hmm. uh, successful? Yeah, it's worked then? well. Yeah. One of the challenges with what we do is it takes time. One of the Google's very um, secretive about their uh, algorithm of what it takes to get Mm -hmm. a site ranked higher. Um, But one of the things that we do know is involved is time. Uh, If two sites, everything is identical about them, typically the one that has been around longer is going to rank better than the one that has been around shorter. And so even once we start working on a site, uh, it, it takes time to push it up in the rankings. And so uh, that can be a challenge for us to communicate to business owners that it's going to take time and the mm-hmm. importance of being patient. And by using the model, there, using the model you just mentioned, you, you already have the it. time. Yeah, yeah, correct. No, that's cool, man. Yep. Have, have you ever done anything for uh, for law firms? We have not okay. really. We're, okay. we're, we would like to. We've got some strategies that we think could be effective. Yeah. Uh, particularly personal injury yep. and uh, divorce, uh, but. We've we've primarily been focused on the, the service-oriented service. industries. Right. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Phone-driven uh, businesses have been our specialty. Now, uh, what what is the best way for a uh, potential client or customer to get a hold of you uh, to say, hey, uh, you know, can you can you help us out? We want, yeah. we, yes, we do want more business. Yes, we do want to make more money. Probably the easiest way mm-hmm. is to go to our website, okay. simplylocalsocial.com. Okay. And uh, there's uh, phone numbers and emails and all different ways that they can contact us through there. Okay. And uh, would they be speaking to you or someone else? Or, mm-hmm. Typically yeah. me. Okay. Yeah, usually get me. I'm the, as sad as it is, I'm the face of the business. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. Um, well, let me ask you this. How did you get uh, started in BNI? Uh, you mentioned uh, over in L.A. for many years. I uh, moved over here about a few years ago. Three years ago. And uh, uh, how did you get involved in uh, BNI? There's a, uh, an association of people that do what we do. Okay. And uh, we share tips and techniques with one another. And uh, as we were continuing to look for ways to grow our business, somebody suggested BNI. I'd never heard of it before, so I looked up uh, local chapters of BNI. I went to one and found that uh, it was a seat-specific group. In other words, there's only one person in each particular business niche, mm-hmm. and they already had somebody that did what we did. But there was somebody there from another chapter who said, we don't, and we're looking for one, so come to us. So I went to the one that I'm in now, Tuesday morning, Winning Edge, okay. and uh, they were thrilled uh, as I observed the meeting and saw the camaraderie that took place, the business that was actually being referred uh, among the business owners, I thought, this looks fantastic. So mm-hmm. I joined on the spot and uh, have been thrilled that we did. And, uh, and again, you did serve as president uh, last I year. I did, yes. How yes. was that, uh, how was that uh, experience? It was great. It, it uh, helped me, uh, particularly with the new members coming in. The president mm-hmm. at that time would sit down with the new members and do an orientation. Mm-hmm. So it gave me an opportunity to actually get to know the new members coming in. Right. Um, as you are familiar, one of BNI's mottos is giver's gain. Right. And so for me, it was a way of giving back mm-hmm. by serving in that role. Um, having been involved in what I did for so long, I'm not, uh, I'm very comfortable even in front of people. Sure. And so um, it, it seemed like a good fit. Mm-hmm. And it, it let me get to know a little bit more behind the scenes. 
and uh, got to know more people uh, better. So it was great. I, I enjoyed it. And you also, uh, you currently are serving a leadership support team? Yes. Okay, specifically? Specifically, uh, I'm the BNI Connect. Okay. Uh, BNI Connect is a great online platform that BNI provides for its members. Uh, it's a place to enter all of the BNI activities weekly that you do. It's a way of getting reports. It's a way of uh, evaluating, monitoring your performance. It's a way of contacting and communicating with other BNI members. Uh, and so if there are new members or current members who aren't familiar with the platform or would like more information about mm-hmm. it, I'm the guy that they contact. Okay, very good. And, uh, and, and like you mentioned, th- th- uh, it's, a, it's a platform to be used now. That's, uh, you can go online on a computer. You can also th- – there's, there's an app for that there's as well, There's an right? app for that, absolutely. Uh, and in that app, you can uh, what, uh, load your one-to-ones. Yep. Uh, you can load your – you can send referrals. Correct. Uh, to anybody in the chapter. Can, can you also send referrals – to individuals in other chapters? They've just expanded okay. within the last uh, two to four weeks where you can actually do one-to-ones and referrals uh, to members in other chapters, which right? I think is fantastic. Uh, okay, I, I, I was un- unaware of that. Um, that is that is very good. And then uh, also you can put your CEUs online as Correct. well. Uh, and I believe there's even a link from the BNI, from the app, uh, to the uh, the BNI website if you wanted to go through, like, uh, uh, the listen to podcasts, older podcasts and things like Correct. that. Correct. Uh, that's available there, too. Correct. Um, it's, a very, it's a well-designed, uh, it, it works well, very useful tool that they provide for us. You, you may have already kind of answered this a little bit, but why should I use BNI Connect? What's the advantage? Uh, first of all, it simplifies record-keeping for you. It simplifies record-keeping for the vice president of the organization, that everything is already done online, so it avoids them having to manually enter anything, which minimizes the chance of mistakes and maybe you not getting credit for things that you've done because you didn't write your slip carefully or they weren't able to read it or they make a, an error in entry. So if I don't put my uh, information, my one-to-one, my referral online, the vice president then has to go and do that Correct. himself or herself? Correct. Okay, wow. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's a real aid to the whole operation of the chapter, and it, it just simplifies the whole process. Uh, the other thing is the immediacy then. If you are entering a referral, if you enter that referral online, the person gets it immediately as opposed right. to waiting until and turning Tuesday it in. Or, or whatever the meeting is. Correct. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then um, are there any particular features uh, of BNI Connect that, uh, uh, that some members may not be utilizing right now? that you would recommend, reports or anything? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of great reports. Okay. Um, one of the things um, that uh, with there was a change in the attendance policy uh, earlier this year, and um, some people are not yet familiar with how to keep track of where they're at within that policy, and there is a, a report that makes it very simple for people to go on and find out where they're at in terms of their attendance and any absences since, that they might have. Since you mentioned the uh, that, could you just uh, briefly tell us what that policy is? Yep, the, the policy is um, you're only allowed three absences in a rolling six-month period. Okay. And on your fourth one, your seat becomes open and uh, you are out of the chapter, which is really unfortunate and not necessary because you can have, if you can't make it, you can have a sub come. But it's easy for people to lose track of when they've been there and when they haven't. So this report on BNI Connect makes it very easy for them to keep track. And, and just about the attendance policy real quick, what was the policy? Why, how did it change? The policy was three absences in a fixed six-month period of time. Okay. So it went from... October 1st, I could be off on these dates, but something like October 1st to March 30th and April 1st to September 30th. I see. And then it, whatever absences you had during that prior six months got erased and you started fresh. 
and, so. and and I think I've heard one of the problems with that is towards the end, if you have some absences, some folks would abuse that and say, well, I'm just not going to come for three weeks. Or Absolutely. Whatever. I see. Absolutely. I see. And then obviously anybody doing a feature presentation that week or any, any, anything going on, all of the 30-second presentations, you don't have folks there. Correct. And uh, so this, this, this new policy obviously is a lot better Correct. Uh, than that. Um, okay. Any other reports there that you would recommend? Um, one of the things that there is if you're wanting to get in contact with somebody okay. on, on our weekly handout sheet, there are not emails. Mm -hmm. There's a phone number. But if you're wanting to email someone, then uh, you have access to all of the chapter's emails through the BNI Connect. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a section that you can go into where if you need to email somebody or you might even want to email the whole chapter, that's available to you. Oh, really? Uh, in you can BNI send a Connect. mass email to everybody in the chapter. You can. Wow. Uh, it's I'd, good to be careful about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be careful what you email, right? If, if you only want to one person, make sure it's only one person. Yeah, yeah. Um, Don't send me the cat video. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, let me ask you this. So in BNI, obviously, one of the main focuses is uh, we want to make sure that we are uh, referring individuals uh, to you. So me as a fellow member uh, in the Winning Edge uh, uh, group, um, what can I listen for uh, uh, for anybody in my uh, uh, sphere uh, of influence or uh, in, in the folks that I, I see on a regular basis? What can I listen for to help me know, hey, you know what, Dan Brown can help you out? Great question. Okay. Well, one of the things is we find that business owners' um, reviews have become so important. Most consumers these days will look at reviews before they make a decision about what company or service to use. And we find that business owners uh, are not necessarily staying on top of uh, monitoring their reviews. So you might hear someone say, ah, I got a bad review and I don't know what to do about it. We can come in and we can provide some guidance for I them see. in, okay. first of all, where to look to see if they had bad, re mm -hmm. bad reviews or not, and then how to respond to them and uh, help them implement strategies to get more reviews. Okay. So reviews would be one. Uh, another simple question is, how's business? Okay. And if business is booming and they've got more business than they can handle, then they probably are not in need of our services. Right. But if business is not at the point that they would want it to be, mm -hmm. then we could sit down with them and do uh, a web presence evaluation, look at the ways that they are showing up online, and, and then we can tell them ways that we would recommend they improve that. And uh, even we can look at how many people are searching for particular keywords in particular areas and give them an idea of what kind of increase in calls or form submissions they could anticipate that helps them really evaluate a return on investment. And then if you would, how, how can, and we'll get back to that in just a second, how would uh, would you pay, uh, how would somebody pay you for these services? Do you have a, a structure that you use? Yep. For, uh, if we're building, if we're just building a website for them, that's usually a, a set price dependent upon the complexity of the site that they're looking for. If uh, we are providing ongoing uh, SEO services, uh, search engine optimization, then that's a monthly fee okay. because it's a race. Um, most many companies want to be number one, and so even though we'll get somebody there in number one, whoever's number two is like Avis is going to be trying hard to get there. So that, that becomes an ongoing monthly fee to to help get them there and to, to keep them there. Okay. And uh, along with that, some of the things that you do is uh, you mentioned the SEO earlier. You obviously help a lot of uh, clients with that. Um, one of the things uh, I believe you need to be monitoring that. If you do the pay-per-click and things like that, right? Correct. You have to be paying for that or you have to be monitoring rather. Can you just talk about that briefly? And yep. I think you have a specific example of Co somebody who, who threw away some money by not paying attention. Yeah. A, a couple other things that we do. Yeah. Uh, we do social media management. So okay. um, uh, people appreciate how important Facebook is. 
but many business owners don't know how to really optimize it so that it's working for them. Okay. Uh, we do that for them. We run Facebook ad campaigns. Facebook can be a great place to do advertising, but again, it's important that it be done in a, a correct and effective way and monitored. Um, the same with Google AdWords. Uh, when you do a search, the first thing that shows up are the ads that people are paying Google for, then usually the map section. That map listing comes from the business's Google My Business page, right? and then the organic listings. If people are not paying attention to the budgets that they've set for either the Facebook campaign or the AdWords campaign, they can go through a tremendous amount of money in a very short period of time. Okay. Google likes spending your money. Right, right. All right, so 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 uh, those are certainly some uh, some good things that we can uh, be listening for yes. uh, to hopefully help 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 send uh, some folks your way. Fantastic. Uh, and and again, not not just for you, but for these companies, right? That you can actually Absolutely. help these companies out. Uh, you know, one, one like you mentioned, givers gain, right? And, yep. and that's that's uh, one of our mottos, and certainly believe that that you know, as we give, you know, think things will. One of the things we've loved about our business over the last three years is how we've actually helped build the local economy. Right. We have an air conditioning company we work with who's. Uh, gross income has tripled in the amount of time that we've been right? working with them. They've wow. hired more uh, techs to be part of their company. So there's jobs that have been created. Right. We have a towing company that we work with. Uh, they started with uh, one part time driver, one truck. They're looking for their fourth truck now, and right? they've got six drivers. Oh, so, again, here's great, another man. local business that is growing and uh, adding employees, helping boost the local economy. And, right. and we love that. No, again, that's, that that's whole idea of man. givers game. Absolutely. Gain. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Um, uh, is there anything else uh, uh, about you or your business that you would like uh, uh, any, anybody listening to know uh, before I move forward to the uh, rapid fire uh, section? One of the things that we've heard our customers say, and in fact some of our referral partners have said, is un- unfortunately we're in an industry where there are some people who don't operate with good ethics. Okay. And they'll say they're going to do things, they take people's money, and then they don't actually do that. Mm-hmm. I, I've had a number of customers that we've taken on that have been frustrated with that. Mm-hmm. The other, and we do, we actually do what we say we're going to do, and we get results. The other thing is that when I sit down with a business owner, I don't start with a pre-packaged product that I'm trying to sell him or or her. I listen to their goals. I listen to what they're trying to accomplish. I I give input into how uh, people are looking for things related to what they do, Mm -hmm. and then we as we understand who they are and what they're trying to do, then we put something together that's going to help them accomplish their goals. I got you. Um, so I think that's that's unique about us. So it's very specific to them. You listen to their needs, listen to, to, to what they're doing, what they're trying to accomplish. Correct. And then you uh, uh, you, you, you craft uh, what's going to work specifically for them. Exactly. Kind of tailor-made. Exactly. Uh, well, very good. So um, let me ask you this. We're going to move into the rapid-fire section. Right? I just got a few questions for you uh, here, and then we'll, uh, we'll, clo- we'll finish up here. Perfect. Um, number one, what is the best book? It could be business. It could be networking. It could be any- anything else that you have ever read. Well, um, I've got to go old school first, and that's the Bible. Okay, yeah, It absolutely. has transformed my life, and, yes. and it really forms a lot of the basis of uh, the ethics and the morals that we work from. Right. But second, uh, a few years ago, I read a book by Patrick Lencioni called The Five Dysfunctions of Team. Okay. And really helped me understand how to function more effectively in a team setting, whether it's team within our company or team where we're helping somebody else uh, be effective. Okay. Great, great book. And then, uh, in your opinion, uh, what is the most important networking trait? took me a minute to learn it, but it's uh, look for how I can help somebody else mm. before trying to figure out how I can sell them something. I got you. Sure. Absolutely. It's back to that giver's game. Yeah, It's, it's for how sure. can I help you? 
I think uh, it was Zig Ziglar who said, if you want to be successful in business, help somebody else accomplish what they want to accomplish right, first. Right. And then if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self, uh, what is one networking secret that you wish you had known when you started? It's really that same idea okay. of, of listening to people. Um, I have an interesting random study that I do. I will, whenever I'm with uh, in a meeting with somebody, I'll see how long it takes before they ask a question about me. Okay. <laughs> I, I have met with people for multiple hours over multiple meetings before they've actually asked a question. <laughs> about and, you. And I found that one of the things that's important is to be interested in the other person. Right. Ask them questions about themselves. Um, first to legitimately be interested, uh, yep. not, and so that goes back to authenticity and just being genuine. I agree with you 100%. exactly. You're doing uh, a great job of it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, finally, uh, what is the most profound piece of advice uh, you wish you had known sooner, uh, just about life in general? Um, family first, okay, and then whatever it is you're going through, it's going to pass, and there will be another season. Okay, very good. Well, uh, Dan, I appreciate you uh, uh, coming and joining us uh, today. Um, and uh, any, anything that we spoke about, we'll, uh, you can take a look at in the uh, show notes, including the book that, uh, that he mentioned, The Five Dysfunctions of Team. And uh, we'll have some other links to, uh, to your website uh, on there as well. Okay, Chris, thanks so much for having me. It's been great. Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Winning Edge podcast. Please be sure to check out the podcast notes for contact information for each of our guests, links to their website, and links to more information about the topics discussed in this episode. Until next week, happy networking.